And my mic's on. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh, Mo, you've, you've been hearing me talking about my shit. <laughs> uh, anyway, good morning. Good morning. There you go. Uh, so so for those of you who don't know, if, you, if you've missed the intro stuff, if you're watching this on YouTube, my mic has been unmuted. Uh, I've been talking about toilet things. Long story short, I went for my... Uh, my what's it called covid vaccination yesterday and let's just say it's not the prettiest situation let's just put it that way so if that's if that's the stuff that you heard yeah i apologize for the uh, the detail it's it's not pretty it's not pretty um but yeah anyway good morning how are we all doing Do, humming the intro uh, the, uh, to the intro yeah the thing is the humming the intro theme that's not for me that's for bib um so like Bibby knows what's happening because Bibby can't see stuff. The only way he can see the video is through what you guys see because obviously he's not in the same room as me. So when I do the so I've mentioned I kind of mentioned that stuff before. So when I do the intro video, it's so Bibby knows he has some form of audio cue as to where we are. I mean, I could just look down at I I now have media controls because I'm in OBS and I could see it gives you a, a countdown. So I could, I could go finish in three. To, but because I use Streamlabs OBS for like a year and a half, I'm now in that mindset. So when we get to the, the uh, intro, I hum the intro so Bibi knows what it is. So there you go, behind the scenes, pulling back the paint. You guys get to see all of the joys and the pleasures. Let me just uh, get Bibi unmuted so he can actually get involved in the conversation. Nice. I think Bibi is in the room, potentially-ish, hopefully. How's things, Bib? Good morning. How is it going, ladies and gentlemen, in this afternoon-ish? Afternoon-ish. It is afternoon-ish. That is on me. That is on me. Um, I mean, I did have some work stuff to do this morning. Um, but as you... I didn't intend you to hear, but you probably heard. I have a very sore bottom. <laughs> so, yes, my uh, my vaccination. I mean, I don't feel too bad in myself. I was chatting with Vern in his stream last night, and Vern was saying, you get um, the arm ache, which I absolutely now have. It was aching yesterday. I feel like I've been... Do you know when you, when you were a... a I say a kid, what I mean is a dickhead at school, and you'd belt your mate on the arm, dead arm, and then you'd hit them in the same place again, dead arm, and then you do it like three or four yeah. times, and, and like their arm is absolutely in bits. That's what I feel like now. That, or I went to the gym yesterday um, for the first time in 20 years and then did a full-on burnout to the point where I couldn't do any more bicep curls. It, that's what it feels like. I mean, I didn't go to the gym because fuck that. That's, that's actual workout. I didn't do that, but that's what <laughs> it feels like I did. Um, and yesterday, I was watching Vern, and he was like, you get the hot sweats and stuff like that. I was like, I'm getting a little bit of a temperature to the point where I had a T-shirt and a hoodie on, and I took the hoodie off. So I felt fine. I went to bed, and then in the last couple of hours, it started to go downhill. So if you hear, if you heard... That information apologies for the uh the level of poop talk but but that's just the way it goes um she happens. literally it does it does and it's, it's healthy to talk about your poos by the way uh that's genuinely something that we have in the jelly media office a lot of businesses are like nope you don't talk about stuff but we we are quite open with things like poos and things like that because you know it's it's, it's your physical well-being it's facts that's not even me bullshitting i shit you not but i shit me loads uh we, we generally quite openly talk about poos because your, your poo health is quite a significant thing of yourself but there you go that's enough of my turds good morning how are we all doing how are your poos today do feel free to let us know in the chat bit of a slop sloppy wednesday hump day lum day what we're we saying i mean give us give us the give, don't need to give us the details it's fine you don't need to talk about poo because we have a bunch of stuff to talk about how are your poos today babe 
regular as clockwork. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm trying to think of, like, I think we maybe went live after my detailed explanation. So I think you saved some of the information. But uh, I think it, I think you might came, might have came on because my mic didn't come on in the starting soon. So like yesterday or the day before, it was when the countdown started. So I think that's when it happened. And I wasn't here for the majority of it. So I don't know how many people, how much people caught of it. But yeah. You probably heard me talking as I type because I know I was definitely searching emails and stuff. And sending a WhatsApp. So you definitely got some of that audible stuff. But yeah, anyway, good morning. <laughs> how, how are we all doing? Uh, let's see who's in the chat. Gagad says, good morning, gents. We can hear you, Graham. It would help if I look at the chat because you guys did the same yesterday. You let me know that you could hear Bibby and Bibby was chatting for ages yesterday. So, so yeah, there you go. Anyway, uh, good evening, Graham. Your mic is on. Is it supposed to be? Just join. Sorry if it's supposed to be. I'll shut up. <laughs> good morning, Tito. We probably should start looking at the chat a little bit sooner, shouldn't we? <laughs> it's just been a busy week. Just been a busy week. So yesterday yeah, we were kind of yeah. like doing bits. This morning, um, I've already had a call the shits, as you've heard quite clearly, um, and a, a few other things to do as well. So it's just like trying to, you know, it's like when you when you work and you're doing multiple things at once whilst trying to get set for something else. Um, so so yeah, usually I I'll, I'll look at the chat and I'll like you'd hear me go, oh, Gagad's in the chat, baby, hey, and then I'll type, oh hello, but there's been no oh hellos or anything in the chat this morning because it's been one of those mornings. But hey, how are you doing? Excuse me, bonsai uh, up the ICU, and then. Can't see that. There's three emotes. It looks like it says, oh, hello, but it doesn't look like it sounds like that. It looks like it sounds a little bit more like... Oh, this is going to be rough. Do it. Do My it voice good. is gone, but... <clears throat> Drum roll. Hello. There you go. Okay, nice. Honestly, my throat is on its last legs here. Like this could be you're gonna hear some proper Pat Butcher shit going on as this <laughs> as the show progresses, I'm telling you now. Oh I bet. Oh I bet. says tenish, my ass. Uh, it's it's tenish somewhere in the world. Yeah, I think mm. I think like Nova Scotia is kind of tennis in Nova Scotia now. I'm pretty sure something like that ish. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, how are we all doing? Uh, actually, would that be? I, I don't know. Um, humming to the end. Oh, I've done that one. Uh, hope, hope you're feeling better, says Yeeha. Um, was that to me or Vern? Oh, no, that was to Vern. Oh, well, Sodji then. Forget me then. Yeeha. Cheers, mate. <laughs> Gaga says, fuck's sake, Janice. Uh, being on the toilet for two hours, says Tito. I mean, I've I've been on and off the toilet for two hours, so that could be about me. Uh, uh, my second was fine. Uh, th thought if you had COVID, you didn't get any reaction. I didn't anyway. It's, it's the same. It's kind of one of those things. It's you hear some people saying young people don't suffer. Some people saying the Pfizer one is fine. Some people saying oh the Moderna one is fine. You don't get anything. Some people saying drink shitloads of water. And some things like being well hydrated probably do help but it's all down to your physical stats mm. uh, your, your hexagon that you get in pez um your individual like hexagon for, of health how how hydrated how sle uh, well slept you are do you just want to get fucked up by covid sometimes your body goes yeah fuck it we'll take we'll take a fuck up this time yeah we'll, we'll, we'll absolutely get bedridden so yeah what works for you might not work for someone else so i i had covid yeah in December, so I assumed that I would be fine. And last night, I was pretty much fine. Today, I do feel a bit ropey. Not not bad, but ropey. So, but but it's worth it. It means I can I can go on holiday to a, a British seaside resort with Vern and absolutely school the kids on the Pez Arcade machines because I heard Vern saying last night um, that he's not going abroad. He's, got, he's going to support the British economy and go on, on holiday in the UK. So I'm going to do the same thing, find out where Vern's going. I'm going to stalk him. 
and go, wait, wait until it, <laughs> wait until he's destroying the kids in the arcade. I'll go. Do you want, do you want some co-op two v two? Mummy, those men are on Pez again. <laughs> they won't let us play. Uh, but I'm anyway. going Malcolm next month. Are you going Malcolm? Great British summer. Yeah, Malcolm. You know, I've never, never been before. Never been. I was about to say, never been to Malcolm. Nice. Um, that's all I've got to say about that. That's that's a good story. I appreciate the input. <laughs> That's what I joined in the conversation, Graham. You know what I mean? <laughs> Honest to God, I can feel my voice fucking going. This is going to be <laughs> horrible. I can hear it as well. It's, it's, it's like it's, <laughs> it's like it's like that kid from The Simpsons. If I had a girlfriend, she'd kill me. That, that, that comic book Genuinely. nerd kid. <laughs> yeah. It's literally like playing football for the first time indoors last night and the amount of screaming that you end up doing because you just get back into it like after five minutes everyone's diving into challenges everyone's screaming at each other and then that's it my voice has gone because i've not i've not you can't scream on a golf course <laughs> it's always literally like the first time in, like Bash 14 potato! months when my voice has got elevated yeah <laughs> so uh, yeah it's uh it's this show's gonna be fun <laughs> Uh, Tito says I've heard Bolton is nice this time of year do not go to Bolton uh, you're not allowed in Bolton you're not allowed to leave Bolton you're not allowed in Blackburn you're not allowed to leave Blackburn mm. and Burnley I think it was plus plus Kirklees which is Huddersfield so my family are that all screwed again that happened yesterday that didn't it yeah but they didn't announce it because I was listening to the radio yeah. first thing in the morning they changed the regulations for those areas and just didn't tell anyone <laughs> so it's like you're not allowed yeah, to leave Samantha, the area Samantha text me because she, she works for the government, so she was like, this hasn't been announced to anyone. It's just been put on the website. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Oh, sorry, you're, uh, you've are you been arrested because you've broken the law and we didn't tell you that we changed the law. So, <laughs> look at it. All right, great, nice. It's yeah. bizarre. Anyway, uh, something that's equally as bizarre is the Nintendo Switch. It's not bizarre at all, but it was the only segue that I could be asked this morning. I've got COVID injection face. Let me deal with it. It's fine. Deal with it. Deal with it. Yesterday was the day for segues. Today's the day for eh, ways. Anyway, Valve, aka Steam guys, they are reportedly making a gaming console that has been likened to the Switch. We'll jump into that story. That is the lead story of the day, but let me just give you a, a few teasers about what else we will be talking about gta 5 obviously we know is coming to the ps5 and the xbox series x and s and the rumors are it's going to cost a wedge of cash sony says it wants to play uh, make playstation nice uh, more social uh, and confirms a little bit of a mobile push in that and there's some resident evil stuff coming to dead by daylight too but we will leave all of that now because we're gonna jump into our first bit of news before we do so hey how are you doing do you know my name my name is grim day how are you this is the man that we call babe and in Actually, I've jumped before. I'm missing things. Oh, fuck. Um, we are Ice Cream Uploads, and in true ice creamy fashion, this is The Scoop, the UK's number one video game podcast, even if we do say so ourselves. Anyway, grab yourself a brew, grab yourself some biscuits or whatever. Sit yourself down for an hour or so because we are about to give you our thoughts and our impressions on those stories, the biggest, the best, the breaking stories in the world of video games. We want your thoughts and impressions on our thoughts and impressions. If you are live in the chat, we do go live on Twitch at 10 a.m. <laughs> Ish, ish, 10 a.m. ish, each and every single week there on twitch.tv forward slash ice cream uploads. If you are live in the chat, please get involved because we turn this live stream into a podcast, uh, a video on YouTube, an audio podcast on iTunes and Spotify and SoundCloud and Google Play. So please get involved in the chat on behalf of everyone watching listening on demand later on that can get involved in chat right over us now. <gasps> Before we jump into the show, quick ex- uh, a quick reminder while I open up chatbot again. See, the thing is, you can tell how much shit I'm, I'm having off stream. 
because if I have to open up chatbot again, that means I've done full P- uh, full PC restarts, and I don't tend to restart <laughs> my PC or shut it down completely that often. So if I'm having to open up chatbot, you know I've had shit that I've had to deal with. So anyway, the chatbot is opening now, and once it is open, if one of you guys can just type exclamation mark giveaway into the chat, and then exclamation mark loot drop, just to remind the guys that we do have some prizes up for grabs the, the loot drop is just for subscribers, but the giveaway is for everyone. It's the pinned tweet on our social media. We are giving away a £50 voucher for Insert Coin Clothing. Um, feel free feel free to get involved if you want to get involved as well. Feel free to use code ICEICECREAM20 to get yourself 20% off. Um, and I think it's ICVERN as well gets you the similar sort of offer. So uh, if not the exact same sort of offer, if you want to support Mr. Vernimir himself. I mean, use either of those codes. Save yourself 20%. But either way, you get yourself a £50 voucher by getting involved in our giveaway we're giving that code away on friday so you have to be in it by then anyone can enter the giveaway only so out bit my bit my lip nice this is going well today um only subs can enter into the loot drop so so get involved get involved okay jumping into the first story of the day i have told you what it is obviously we're talking about nintendo switch competitor coming from the people at steam um yeah i say steam i mean valve you know what i mean oh balls i'm missing things up uh okay let's jump in Tom Ivan at VGC has the story and says Valve is reportedly making a handheld gaming PC that has been likened to a Switch. Would you like a handheld PC, Bib? Uh, I've got a lot to say about this, but just for the top, yes. Yes, I would, Graham. Nice, nice. Um, It's claimed the hardware can dock uh, to larger monitors and could launch in 2021. So this... Yeah, pretty exciting. Let's jump in to get some more details. Valve is reportedly creating a portable gaming PC that has been likened to Nintendo Switch. According to Ars Technica, the hardware will play a a large selection of games on Steam via Linux and could launch this year, depending on the supply chain situation. As reported earlier on Tuesday, references to a potential Steam PAL device in Valve's latest Steam update led to speculation that the company could be planning to release console-like hardware. Uh, Steam's latest client beta references both Steam Pal and Steam Pal games in relation to a previously discovered codename Neptune. Uh, multiple sources told Ars Technica that Steam Pal, or whatever the device ends, uh, device ends up being called, um, should it come to market, it is an all-in-one PC with gamepad controls and a touchscreen. The hardware, which is said to be the, uh, in the prototype stage, will reportedly include the option to dock to larger monitors via a USB Type-C port, but doesn't include detachable controllers like Switch. Uh, one prototype is said to have standard gamepad buttons and triggers, a pair of joysticks, and a thumb-sized touchpad. Uh, VFM Gamer, good morning. Thank you very much for the raid. Everyone, welcome in from VFM Gamer Stream. What have we been doing this morning? Welcome in. We are currently uh, in the in the middle of our first news article. I'll scroll back to the top so you can see what we're talking about. We This is The Scoop, our daily news podcast, and we are talking about Valve is reportedly making a handheld gaming PC that's a bit similar to the Switch. So I'll jump back to uh, to where we were. Um, the hardware, which is said to be in the prototype stage, will reportedly include the option to dock to larger monitors via a USB Type-C port but doesn't include detachable controllers like Switch. One prototype is said to have standard gamepad buttons and triggers, a pair of joysticks and a thumb-sized touchpad as Technica claims Steam Pal is expected to include a system on a chip from either Intel or AMD. Valve CEO Gabe Newell may have been referring to this device earlier this month when he hinted at plans to bring Steam games to console. Ooh. 
Okay, interesting. Nice, nice little tie-in. Didn't see that at that point in time. But uh, let's jump back in. Newell, who has been living and working in New Zealand since early 2020, teased the possibility during a visit to Sancta Maria College, where he was a guest speaker for digital studies students. Asked if Steam would be appearing on the consoles in the future, Newell replied, you will get a better idea of that by the end of this year. And it won't be the answer you expect. To which the room at that point in time went, ooh, like, ooh, what's it going to be? Didn't expect it. Genuinely didn't expect it. Because we were having a conversation. If you were here last week, week before, whenever it was we covered it, is Steam coming to consoles? Are we talking about, is there going to be like an Xbox Game Pass style app on the PlayStation, on the Xbox, on the Switch? Did any of us, I don't think in that conversation, any of us thought that Valve could have their own console in in your house, not not just the ones that exist. Interesting. Okay, babe, you said you had some spicy thoughts. Yes. Throw them out. Yes. Uh, so for those of you that would have seen the social asset today, there it was a handheld console that seems to have been going around for maybe three or four years now. It was part of a Kickstarter campaign. I genuinely have no idea if it actually ever got released and people managed to get their hands on it. That wasn't the prototype or the beta version of it. Was it called the Smack Z? Um, yep. <laughs> that was my, yeah, my I mean, I'm not sure noise. <laughs> yep. Yeah, so I'm sure I'm fairly certain it was called the Smack Z, and it's, it's the picture that's in the thumbnail that you'll, have, that you'll have seen today. And it was basically a portable portable pc that you can have in your hands and you can play all your steam games your epic game store and all of that stuff it's a very powerful console and it always comes down to the nintendo switch argument of how how powerful can you make a console that doesn't drain your battery and resources instantly so what's the screen resolution going to be what's the battery life going to be how are the controls going to be so steam potentially want to make their own handheld they will not be the first to try this now there's there's a million and one different youtube channels but there's one in particular that i pay close attention to called taki taki uh, taki undo and I, it sounds ridiculous to say i play close attention to but i never look at <laughs> i, I never just, look at who it's from just about to pull that i just see taki <laughs> i just see taki and i go that's the kind of content that i want to see but him and um Woods beat em ups have just been given a product from a company. I don't know if they mentioned the name of it, but it was from a Chinese company that has managed to create pretty much what Steam are looking to create here. It's a portable, what looks like a Nintendo Switch. The layout is exactly the same, apart from using much better buttons like the Joy Con buttons are a bag of shit. Um, the analogs are shit. If you are docking your Nintendo Switch, chances are you will have a pro controller or a controller similar to this. Um, this is look, very much a PlayStation 4 controller, but for the Nintendo Switch, I love this controller. It does everything that I need to do. The buttons are perfect. If you're docking it, you're not using it. Show us again. I just switched to big bib screen, and then as soon as I switched over, you put it down again. I was like, fuck, I was too slow. <laughs> this, this isn't an expensive controller by any stretch of the imagination. This was probably £15. It does everything that I needed to do. I didn't want to pay the £50 for um, a... Pro Control app. I might do now, but when I first got my Switch, I didn't. So that that's filled, filled the voids anyway. The fact that they're going to be able to use this as a portable gaming PC for you to be able to beam up to the up to your TV, you're not going to be using a controller. You're going to find a Xbox One controller or a PlayStation 5 controller that you can use your Bluetooth for to be able to control it. That's absolutely fine. I would prefer... I, I like the fact that there's a Nintendo Switch that you can't take the Joy-Cons off. 
but it's just a shame that you can't dock it. That's a that's a that's a bit of a problem. But there's millions of controls out there for you to be able to use. But there is, as I said, there is YouTube channels out there that have managed to get hold of these little small portable consoles um, that are nine uh, nine twenty by ten eighty resolution. Their battery life is about three and a half hours, uh, and that's just playing your average AAA game, maybe on medium to high graphics. Obviously, if you're boosting that up to ultra, depending on the game, your your battery battery life may reduce. But I think we are getting there now. We are getting closer to a Switch Pro, um, which I think the Steam Pal or whatever it is that's good, it's going to be called is probably going to try and rival because whatever Steam brings out is probably going to be better technically. And I mean technically inside of the console than a Nintendo Switch would be because Nintendo Switch is four years old now, maybe coming up to close five years old. So and it's been a while. The, um, the dev cycle as well there and the production cycle, that's six-year-old technology or something along those lines. Yeah. Exactly. Definitely. Exactly. So whatever they bring out now is probably going to be a lot better. Um, <laughs> I love the fact there was there was a comment in the chat that Bibby just went, nope, not today. Just boom. Yeah, I was just about to say, Link, that. thank you for the follow, but but goodbye, Link. Uh, Link eight one three six. We appreciated you being here, but but it's not that kind of place. So get out, bye. Um, so yeah, I think I think this is a very good move. I like I like the fact that we could be living in a future where portability is king. We've got the likes of XCloud or Gears Pass on mobile. Uh, we've got Google Stadia for better or for worse. Um, We've got PlayStation um, on our phone, so you can remote play up to your console. It's not that great, but it's an option if you've got 5G. I imagine it's, but I haven't got a 5G phone, so it could be fantastic on that. Mobile games are getting better. We've got the the Razer Kishia. Tito, I need I need just to tell me how you found your controller, by the way. Um, um, how well, you found he's, he's put, I might have mentioned it, but Razer Kishi is the future. Uh, Why lug an extra bit of hardware around when I can use my phone? Okay, that, that's, ki- that's kind of kind of a nice little loop back into what i wanted to mention as well so obviously this isn't necessarily it this is something that we've shared obviously as a little bit of a a conversation starter a centerpiece for us to have conversations around to give you an idea of what a steam controller slash console uh could be um so that's not what it is but but would you like to see that? Would you like to see that? Does I mean, obviously, we've probably got a variety of people in the chat. We've probably got some people that play on consoles anyway, that have Switches anyway. Would you be bothered by a Steam-based um, Switch rival console, one created by Valve to run the games that are in your Steam library? So that could be... Um, games that are on your Switch, like Fortnite, and games that are absolutely not on your Switch, like PUBG, um, or... or Horizon, um, obviously, Horizon Zero Dawn is now on PC. Days Gone is now on PC. Would you, would you like the idea of being able to play that on the go? Would that experience not be what you want? Because there isn't, there is um, obviously differences in the fact that your your PC that you're playing it on's probably got a 24 inch ish, maybe bigger, maybe 32 inch monitor, 240 hertz ish, 500 fucking hertz. I don't know, 4K yeah. screens, whatever. Would it water it down if you're having to play it on a four or a six inch LCD screen with with uh, touchscreen controls? And if you're a PC gamer, you don't play on console. I mean, you could do obviously naturally, um, but you probably play a mouse and keyboard. Would you would it interest you as a PC gamer being able to take your games with you if it meant that you had to drop down to a an A B X Y up down left right configuration, not a mouse? 
And that's kind of when we start to drop into it then is, okay, if you are playing mm -hmm. this on the go, let's say you were at home, you... Uh, or you're in a hotel, let's say hotel, because that just gets rid of any like ability to play on your PC. You want to play your PC games, yeah. you're connected onto the Wi-Fi, you've got a solid connection. Are you going to play the games that you usually play? So PUBG is, is, is a game that I mentioned, not just because it's a game that I'd like to play, but I know if I jumped in playing PUBG with my controller on PC versus people playing on a mouse and keyboard, I wouldn't do as well as I would playing on my controller on the PlayStation mm -hmm. or the Xbox, even though it's the same experience. Would you be interested in having PC games on a controller device? Hmm. What What do you think, babe? Uh, would be yeah, because a lot of PC games nowadays have controller support anyway. It's just I prefer if I'm playing on a PC and I have the ability to be able to use my mouse and keyboard. Like it's when we're playing PUBG in the Ch Chicken for Charity tournament. Um, was playing on that. I probably would have done better on controller. You absolutely did, did better on controller because that's what you was used. Because that's what you was used to using. So there's always going to be games where you think controller might be a little bit better. Like driving on State of Decay, for instance, using a controller would be so much better um, than using your mouse and keyboard. Yeah. But it's it's what it's whatever your preference is. I'm got I've got used to using my mouse and mouse and keyboard now than my controller when it comes to first person shooters. Not that I'm bad on controller, but I'm just so used to playing games on my mouse and keyboard now. So that's fantastic but if i had the option of being able to play a lot of my pc games because there's pc games that never even hit console like there's so many horror games on steam that never see the light of day over on the console so that's where i would love to be able to play those anywhere of course i would um but yeah i mean controller support on pc is so it's pretty much on every single game now where so yeah apart from if it's point and click that's probably the only games really that you can't play on it Stick. Um, but yeah, and press. Stick. <laughs> and press. Stick and press. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, absolutely. I would love to be able to play my PC games anywhere I go. Of course I would. Especially if I could download them and didn't have to play them, you know, over over Wi-Fi or over 5G or something like that. If I had a console that I could download uh my Master League, my entire my our entire Masters of the League campaign where it's all modded to the absolute hills. You can't do that on console. You can't do that on your mobile. If I could have that on a portable console, that's fantastic. I mean, how, I how would that work? Because I love the idea of that. But but is that like buying one of those SSD sticks that you get? Um, and then it, will it have like basically a stick running across the entire back of the console? Because uh, something like a USB, uh, FAT32 sort of format, is just not going to have it. I mean, you'd be like, I'm just going to just going to jump into my yeah. Masters of the League. Wait, wait, <laughs> wait. Oh, another cutscene. Right, okay, so I've just found the name of the console uh, that I was watching the review on, and it's called the One X Player. Oh, David's One X Player, all one word. David just mentioned that one in the chat, actually. Let me jump back through the chat then, just, just to catch up whilst we're at this point. Um, Cal Neckel, good morning, says, I didn't miss it. Welcome back. How are you doing? How are you doing? Uh, Precision says, I wouldn't mind it. Football manager on the th on the throne, all for it. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> Point and click and drop and flush. Point and click. Um, Colin Echo says, I wouldn't mind it. Uh, Tito says, I like it, baby. It takes a bit of getting used to, but build quality is great. This is the quiche, by the way. Um, buttons all feel solid and responsive. Even triggers are surprisingly good. Played a bit of Pez on Xbox Cloud yesterday and played well. Nice. Um, there you go, perfect. Precision says it depends on the consumer, really. Having it on the market is the only way to show results. Yeah, absolutely. David says Linus did a handheld console um, like PC that runs full Windows called a One X player that looks like a bigger version of a Switch, which is what Bibby's talking about, too. Um, yeah. Lord Kelmar says Doom on the fridge. You're goddamn right. Uh, <laughs> 
Very good, and you guys? We're good. We're good. Pumrico, good day to you, sirs. Oh, how's things, dude? How's things? All right. Um, so, so bit one X player, you were saying. So the, the uh, it was it's called Takiuno. Um, let me see. I'm gonna I'm gonna drop this in the chat so everybody else can can have a look at it for themselves. But this is the closest thing I think we're probably going to get um, to a whatever's whatever steam are, uh, are going to try and produce this machine is fantastic it has a little bit of everything there for you it's fast enough it's got ssd on the inside of it i think it's one terabyte as well so you can definitely be able to let's have a look at the specs 16 gigabytes of uh 4266 uh ram uh 512 ssd 8.4 um 8.4 inch screen uh 15,000 watt milliamp battery like it this is this is mind blowing stuff that we're looking at here. Um, so yeah, absolutely. I reckon you could put you can you can. He's, he's, he shows the games being played on it. The games are playing at sixty frames a second, especially games like Genshin Impact, which we've seen uh, previously on other consoles potentially get blown up. I mean, I don't think he played Genshin Impact on this. I think it was Woods that played it on his. Um, but we've seen games like this being played at 60 frames. There's a Borderlands version of uh, being played on there as well. Is this this is the future of what we can see from video games? And this is kind of getting to the point now where we've been talking about the Nintendo Switch Pro for so long that I think we're getting a step closer to it because other people are managing to pull this out of the bag. It cannot be that far away that the Nintendo go okay. You wanted to play Doom. You wanted to play Wolfenstein. You wanted to play Skyrim at 60 frames, 1080. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. This is for you. This is the patch that you need for the games that you already own. Bash. And you've got yourself a Nintendo Switch Pro. That looks like a really nice console as well, that, to be fair. I mean, my only concerns with what I've seen, and we're only like a minute into, a uh, minute and a half into this, it looks like a really good build. Is it going to be big and fecking heavy? Because an 8.4 inch screen, and that looks kind of thick. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, it, 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 it might be a bit of a mission. But then again, I'd, I'd, I'd rather have aching hands from holding yeah. a mega screen than aching hands from holding a tiny little mm-hmm. tiggy screen. So that looks good. And there's, there's the Linus yeah. Tactics if, video. If you could do me a favor, on. Graham, and skip to... <laughs> if you could do me a favor and skip to 757 on that please that'll be i'll be eternally grateful uh oh resident evil 3 <laughs> <laughs> i mean come on you can't get this on the nintendo switch you can't get this on anything else apart from if you're doing remote play this this is the future we are getting so close to the perfect video gaming future we've we've seen glimpses of it with the likes of stadia we've seen glimpses of it through what game pass are offering for mobile is this the next step downloading these games onto your console a handheld console and playing this game in all its glory i don't think that i can't wait two three years time this is going to become the norm and i can't wait i mean that looks incredible playing that on the go Yes, please. Because usually you can play that on the go, but all of the texturing on the wall around there is skimmed down. All of this lighting becomes one flat sort of lighting. There's no shading in the corner, in the corners. I mean, anyone that's played PUBG and played PUBG Mobile, but you play PC, wonderful graphics. I genuinely, when I play PUBG on my PC, I forget at how much better it looks on my PC on ultra yeah. settings than I do on my console. I think because I play my console all the time, I just expect, oh, that's PUBG, and then I load it up on the PC. I'm like, wow, PUBG actually looks incredible. And then when I load it up yeah. on my mobile, I was like, oh, PUBG actually looks pretty watered down. But that's kind of what happens with most games when you get to mobile devices; they get watered down. Um, but seeing that something can run something that looks that nice, yes, please. Mm-hmm. 
yes, so well as well. It's not. It doesn't look janky. He said the textures and everything are all there. It's running at 60 frames, well, between 50 and 60 frames for most games at 1080p. I'm all here for that. In three years' time, this is going to be the norm, and I can't wait. I mean, the prices are going to be like probably double <laughs> what we're going to be paying for a Nintendo Switch now. But well, if that's going to be your only console and it's portable, in it's, the chat, it's affordable. Uh, Tito uh, has responded to Paul Rico's question of how much. Uh, Tito says, I think it's around $600 to $700. Uh, Precision says, Google says, around $1,000. So that's $1,000, about 700 quid-ish, uh, uh, ish, maybe eight-ish by the time we get UK tax because $1,000 is £1,000. Yes, it's the same price. Uh, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, Chris says, are you actually going to play that on the go, though? My hands cramp up after playing Switch for a while, and that's fairly lightweight. I mean, that's that's the thing. I think my hands would cramp up. That's kind of what I was getting at with that. So the Switch, for me, is too small, and I have little hands. Uh, the Switch, for me, is... like I feel like I, I'm, I'm the claw. Like I have to <laughs> claw my hands around to get hold of the things. It's, they're not very ergonomic. Um, and that's bigger, still similar in terms of, like... Um, let's click... But I jump back to uh, another bit no okay that bit in the end there you go so that bit that was on at the end it'll bring it back on the screen there's all sorts of advertising bits in the way but you can see thumbstick at the top d-pad at the bottom thumbstick at the bottom buttons at the top oh get out of the way tacky you down there make sure you go subscribe to the channel uh because it's a good video um but so yeah not very ergonomic it's probably gonna hurt i would probably be be more or fair with playing a big chunky boy like that for longer than the switch i i i think but then again mm. it depends on how heavy it is but then again yeah. i don't i have a switch and i don't really play that on the go so maybe i probably won't play it on the go yeah. um i play mine all the time if i'm if i'm going up to my mum's or going to my granddad's or leaving the house for a long amount of time usually i have a bag with me and that my switch is always in there like i have the ability to play resident evil revelations and resident evil 4 wherever i go so i'm gonna do that so this is the if I can play Resident Evil Three, the recent one, Resident Evil Two, the recent one, potentially Resident Evil Eight, Village, or any of the other games that I enjoy playing constantly, I, I want something like this. I mean, a thousand pounds is a lot of money, and I can't, I can't put that up. I will have to wait for that to come down in price. Oh, maybe two Lambos. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I'll sell one of them. You know what I mean? Um, no, so you, it's a you lot. Of money to hire it out to one of the manservants. Yeah, you you could drive it for a day. A thousand pounds, please. I'll take a console. Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, I, I don't actually know if Steam does cloud gaming uh, in terms of your saves. Like I've just seen uh, Chaos in the chat then saying any games with cross save would be great on it. I absolutely agree. If if I could play my State of Decay, uh, forget about that actually because it's part of the Xbox thing. If I could play, I don't know, whatever it is I'm playing on Elder Steam Scrolls. on my PC. Elder, yeah, if I'm playing Elder Scrolls online on my PC, right? And I think, do you know what I can play? on my, I, I'm going out. I'm going to take this with me. I'm going to be out for three or four hours. There's going to be a lot of waiting around. Boom, load this bad boy up. I'm right back into it again. I mean, it's an MMO, so the save would be there. Skyrim, there we go. We'll use Skyrim. I can use. I play it on the PC, take it with me on this, and I'm able to jump straight back into it again. That would be fantastic. I don't actually know if Steam does like the the like on PlayStation where you can put your save in the cloud. I don't know if Steam does that. But again, if if they're having this Steam Pal, that's definitely something that they need to think about. I'll tell you what they do need to think about the name because if it's called Steam Pal, then. <laughs> It's like it's, this is it's an abomination, man. <laughs> Steam Pal, if that's the name that they go for, obviously that's just could, could just be something they've got in the coding. Pal could be yeah. region specific or whatever, but if it's Steam Pal, that sounds like something you would see on a, a 
early 2000s Nickelodeon TV program. Like, that's that's your robotic friend. Hit Steam, pal. <laughs> Let's go. Kind of thing. Yeah. What's that thing on Friends called that Joey had? That something cheese. That, that, that robot. I can't remember what it was. Oh, but anyway, it was a ridiculous name. It was the series that he was in in Friends when Joey was doing Mac and, Mac and Cheese. That's it. Yeah, <laughs> fucking awful. It was something like that. Tito <laughs> uh, says, "I'm used to holding big things in my hands." Well, he's clearly been playing the old Xbox. That's that's the only thing that I can think of that, that yeah, has any well, Duke controller. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, so that's clearly what you're talking about. I don't think there's anything else that could fill. <laughs> that same sort of conversation so let's move <laughs> forward nice nice so in case you missed it valve is reportedly making a gaming pc uh that's handheld and has been likened to a switch potentially not with de- uh, detachable controllers we don't know take it with a pinch maybe it has decent screen could could it be the 8.4 inch beast that we've just seen then is it just going to be something smaller that you then plug into screens like a like a, is it is it a portable self-powered pc <sighs> i don't know we, we'll see we'll keep you updated as more comes especially if it's going to land in 2021. Coming this year, that's probably the thing that surprises me the most. Something that brings Steam games to someone on the go, that doesn't surprise me. Steam getting into the cloud, maybe. Okay, that wouldn't surprise me. Steam doing that this year, okay, that surprises me. So if we see any of that in 2021, exciting times, exciting times. Okay, let's jump into our next story then. I did mention GTA 5. We spoke about this. I don't know if it was at the start of this week or the end of last week saying that it's coming to next gen. And I think it was last week, actually. It is coming to next gen. We know it's coming to PlayStation 5 first for three months exclusive, I think it was, in November. Um, but now we're starting to get an idea of how much that was going to cost because this is a conversation we actually started last week. How much would you want to pay for GTA 5? Bearing in mind that mm-hmm. GTA Online is free and bearing in mind that you could have paid for this twice before. Does... It, does that justify it at 45 quid, sort of like bottom end price tag, 60 quid-ish middle of the road, or top end 70 quid, $70 sort of price tag? What, mm-hmm. what what do you guys think? That's what we asked last week. Well, we, we seem to be getting some benchmarks now as Josh Coulson at The Gamer says, GTA 5 is probably going to cost $70 on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S. Take-Two's previous uh, suggests GTA 5 will cost $70 when the enhanced edition hits PS5 and Xbox Series X and S this November. GTA GTA 5 officially arrives on next-gen consoles this November, and odds are it's going to be accompanied by a next-gen price. Let me just stop, actually. I think I may have said that this was console-exclusive. I mean the GTA Online is console-exclusive to the uh, PlayStation. It might say in the article, but I'm just just getting that out. Just go backtrack myself. Uh, So by the end of 2021, GTA 5 will be eight years old. Not just that, but it will have also been released on three different generations of consoles. Originally released on the PS3 and Xbox 360, followed by the bulk of its life on PS4 and Xbox One, and PS5 and Xbox Series X and S this November. The release date for the enhanced version of GTA 5 was revealed by Rockstar earlier this month. The thought of seeing Los Santos in an entire different way will have some fans of the game excited on the other hand some will be infuriated by it since it means if a gta 6 announcement is coming it's still a long way off some may be peeved by the price although not yet confirmed it seems likely next gen gta 5 is going to come at a next gen price 
as highlight, uh, highlighted by Tweaktown, odds are GTA 5 on PS5 and Xbox Series X and S is going to cost $70. Uh, while it isn't the industry standard just yet, as some studios stick to the $60 norm that has been in place for over a decade, Rockstar's parent company, Take-Two, was the first to hop aboard the $70 bandwagon. NBA 2K21's $70 price tag was announced before PlayStation and Xbox's new consoles had even been released. Take-Two CEO Strauss Zelnick comments about the price tag also suggests GTA 5 is going to cost a significant chunk of change. Quote, we think with the value we offer consumers and the kind of experience you can really only have on these next generation consoles, that price is justified, uh, Zelnick said at the tail end of 2020. The silver lining here is that Zelnick also said during the same interview that Take-Two will determine price on a title-by-title -title basis. The price of an enhanced and expanded, uh, expanded GTA 5 may well be determined by how much it costs to make the changes. One thing's for certain, with 145 million copies sold, many of which will have been bought for PS4 and Xbox One, GTA 5 won't be getting a free next-gen upgrade like some other games. Thank you very much, Josh Coulson at The Gamer. Babe, GTA 5, $70, would you buy it? Mm -hmm. No. I'd wait for it to come down in price. Purely because the most the, the biggest part of that game now is online. PlayStation are getting this for a period of time free. Like GTA Online is going to be free. You don't have, on the Xbox. I think you have to buy the game to be able to play it online again. Um, in the in the enhanced version, but PlayStation get GTA Online just the app itself without how you don't have to buy the full game to be able to get that bit for an exclusive amount of time. I don't think it's forever. It could be for six months. I genuinely can't remember. But as far as I remember, again, I don't think we ever saw DLC, single player DLC for this game. I don't think we did. So am I paying £70 just to be able to play the campaign again with in, in 4K? If that's the case, then no, it's not worth the money at all. I would happily pay £35, £40 for it again just to play through the campaign again for the third time on a third different generation console. But £70 is ridiculous, especially when everything's, everything's being done on GTA Online. The biggest part of that game is the online. That's the reason it is in the chart every single week and has been for the last eight years or nearly eight years. It's ridiculous that they're going to be spending seventy pounds, but they'll be able to get it. Fifty pounds, seventy pounds, people will pay still. That's a, that's a very good point. Because is GTA Five? Let's forget talking about next gen. Let's talk about GTA Five as we know it right now. Is GTA Five worth seventy quid? Absolutely. Um, that's because you get an an incredible campaign. It looks wonderful. You can play the single-player version of the game without going online and spend hours without even doing the storyline. Then you jump into online and you've got content on content on content. That That is absolutely worth the money. However, lifting GTA Online out of that and giving that someone for free, when I'm saying you've got content on content on content on content on content, if you're giving that bit away for free, does that... Does that weaken the cost? I mean, I'm not saying does it make GTA a worse game. It doesn't. It just takes a strong part out of it. If you take you take a defense out of um, City's team, they're not going to win the league. I mean, you're still still great players in there, but they're not going to win the league because there's no defense. You take GTA Online out of uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, is it worth seventy quid? If they're giving you the bit of the game that has the shelf life, that has the replayability, that has the the cooperative nature that allows you to build a crew with your friends and so on. If you give that to someone for free, can you ask them then for 70 quid 
to pay for the rest of it. The gubbins, and that's, I understand that. That's 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 me kind of getting into hyperbole there, calling it gubbins. It's not it's not hyperbole. The the opposite, sensationalism. It's not gubbins. GTA Five is not gubbins. GTA Five is an incredible game, online and offline. But if you if you split it into those two parts and give the biggest and granted, obviously, the bit that can have the potential for in-app purchases, which is why it's free, but you give that bit away for free, does the rest of it warrant the full £70 price tag on the third generation? And and that is a conversation based off of your opinions, uh, not based off of how much does it cost to make, because that's the real conversation, is did it cost them a shitload of money to move it over? Have they had to do a lot of time investing in development to get ray tracing to work, to, to make sure that you can jump in and out of games super fast on PS5 using the uh, SSDs, using the um, velocity architecture on the Xbox One Xs and stuff like that? That could be an absolute cost. If you know that, you, that okay, mm-hmm. that, that builds into the value proposition. You think it's good value then at that point in time, fair enough. But without knowing any of that, because we don't know any of that, we just know it's coming to next gen, is it worth 70 quid? And we don't know it's going to be 70 quid. These are the rumblings. What do you guys think? There is a poll in the chat, if you haven't voted in it. Um, and in true Ice Cream Uploads chat fashion, we are split on the votes, 50-50. <laughs> um, do you think a GTA 5... I mean, that's good, though. It's good. It shows that we have contrasting opinions and we're all happy to to fight at each other eternally, forever, until the end of time. But uh, but it's, but it's mm-hmm. good. So, yeah, feel free to get involved uh, in, in the poll there. It's not guaranteed that it's going to cost $70 for next gen but it's probably going to cost according to this article for the gamer um like let me see if that fits i haven't just put the disc in yeah gta 5 is probably gonna cost 70 dollars there you go nice nice fits um so yeah i mean would you pay it would you pay it let's say let's do you, if if you think it warrants it or not would you pay it if if you think our oh, 70 quid's a bit a bit steep for a remaster of a remaster it's a bit expensive, is that? Um, would you still pay it, though? Because so, a lot of people, like Bibby said, people are going to pay for this game. Would you be one of those people that sees it and goes, yikes, and then pays for it again? I genuinely don't... If that is the case, I don't think I would this time, you know? I think I would stick no. with my PS4 version. And the the experience that I want to have that I haven't had with GTA Five is online. Um, I, think, I think for me... As much as I'd want to play it, I would probably just go, okay, well, I'll, I'll keep my 70 quid in my pocket and then I will play GTA 5 online and I will I will put money in, I'll take take 20 quid of that 70 quid and maybe invest it in there somewhere, I don't know. Uh, so I would, I would probably go that way. Um, how do you feel, babe? Yeah, I'm probably not going to pay it. Sorry, shows just throw me off there. Uh, Thank you very much, mate. I needed that pick me up this morning with my Pat Butcher. No, voice, but yeah. <laughs> Right on cue for a cough there. Um, yeah, I mean, for PlayStation, for, for a new gen console game, is it worth it for a GTA game? I want to say yes, because G- the GTA campaign is fantastic. I just think it's too shallow to buy it again for the third time. But unless they unless they come out between now and the game coming out and say, look, we've added new stuff to your campaign. We have added a completely new scenario. We've added new storylines. We've added all the DLC. You've unlocked different. We've got new parts of the map. Absolutely. That will be absolutely justified. And I would be happy to pay the £70 for it. But for the play the same game again for the third time, because I bought this when it came out on the PlayStation 4 again. I already had it on the Xbox 360. I bought it again for PlayStation 4. 
I really want to buy it again for PlayStation Power, but not for 70 quid for the same game. For the same game three times, it's not going to happen. Wait for it to come down in price. But if anything changes between now and then, my mind is definitely open to rebuying it again. I just need something else that isn't GTA Online because GTA Online is, as a for a single player, again, a very shallow experience. There isn't much to do as a single player. You have to roll around with your crew. And I play games at times when most of my friends probably aren't even online. So, yeah, it's not... It's not for me. It's not for me. I will not be buying it again unless something else happens. When you went, my mind is telling me, yeah. But I instantly got like, my wallet's telling me no. <laughs> but my mind, my mind's telling me yeah. Uh, that's, that is what it is. I mean, Precision kind of nailed it. Uh, where's his comment? It's rolled up again. Uh, I said, no, it's not worth it. But I know I'll pay for it. <laughs> Fuck's <laughs> sake. And that's the thing. I mean, that's that shows you. That shows you that... You, you don't want to pay for the same experience as a game, which is absolutely 100% understandable. And if if the game changes um, to the point where you see tangible differences, just a reminder that there is a poll in the, uh, poll in the chat. Do you think GTA V re, uh, Remaster warrants a £70 price tag? There's probably a minute-ish, maybe maybe a lot less than that, I don't know, time left on that. Feel free to get involved in, in the, the vote. Because the, the article that we're looking at is saying that it's probably going to cost $70 for the next gen, so it's going to be in the top tier of, of costs for those games. Is it worth paying that again? I mean, is that game worth 70 quid, brand new, if you've never played it before? Undoubtedly, 100%, I would be full on, yes, it's worth my 70 quid. Boom, take it. Take take the money, give me GTA 5, give me GTA 9, boom. But if it's the same uh, story that I've played through on PS3 and PS4, on PS5, without GTA Online, I just, I don't want to spend that money. And I'd, 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 I'm full on in favour of the industry, putting more money on the price of games. And I know that's that's a point that not everyone agrees with, and I fully accept and understand that. Um, I feel that there should be... If there's more money in game development invested properly, then we will get better games, and developers will have better lives, and we can all live on happily ever after. But I don't necessarily feel that remastering a remaster is the best form of investment at, at top end when you're giving a good chunk of the game separately. So is it going to be an, an incredible game? Still, yes. Am I going to spend my money on it? Maybe. Do I want to? Not really, no. No. Um, whereas spending the 70 quid that I spent on the Spider-Man remaster to get Miles Morales 2, I would spend that again in a heartbeat. Incredible games, by the way, if you haven't. If, if, you, if you're if you in an iron about picking up the Spider-Man Deluxe Edition, uh, the Miles Morales Deluxe Edition, I would all day recommend that to anyone. So the polls closed. Seventy-eight percent in the end said no. GTA doesn't warrant a seventy-pound price tag. Uh, nice, because we we did a good job of keeping the conversation pretty balanced as that poll run. Then, so I'm, I'm I like the fact that we did get a fairly decisive vote, even though we kept the comments balanced. So it's good to see. Good to see. Tell you what's not good to see though, Mister Shogun Ash in the chat with his comments of hello, handsome and Graham. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, good morning. <laughs> love you, lad. I love you too. Um, GTA ripoff edition. Do I think it's worth it? Yes, if you don't have it, says Plum Rico. Would I buy it again? No. See, and that that is probably where my logic lies. Um, would I spend that 70 quid brand new? I would. If I knew what that game has and I'd never played it and, and I was, if someone was telling me that and was informing me that I'm missing out on that opportunity, I would definitely go for it. But yeah, um, yeah I, I, I wouldn't want to. 
honestly, honestly, I wouldn't want to spend the 70 quid and start again. Not when GTA 5 is free online. I'll play that instead. Thank you. Uh, at this point, GTA 5, no matter how much they make it look, uh, make it look pretty, it's just having to have the base game just to play an expansion pack to run the online side. You don't really want to do it but you have to. I mean, exactly. That's it. It's it's just you're buying yourself a launcher. <laughs> That's what it is. Seventy quid to get the GTA Five <laughs> online launcher, and you don't need it because GTA Five online is separate now. So you don't even need your seventy quid launcher. So yeah, yeah. Uh, would you pay to upgrade it if you already had the PS4 or Xbox One version? Good question. I mean, what are we talking? Are we talking the Assassin's Creed uh, Four Black Flag PS3 to PS4 ten pound flat upgrade? I'd pay that. I would pay that because uh, if if everybody would, yeah. Most yeah. people got it for free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I would pay that. Um, I wouldn't go more than a tenner, says Ian. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd maybe, I'd maybe think. I'm just, just throwing numbers that I've not fully thought through out of my head. Accounting for inflation, accounting for the fact it's, it's going to be super next gen and something like that. Fifteen quid. I, I'll happily spend fifteen quid on in-game stuff without considering it. So fifteen quid, fine. If I'm looking at twenty quid. I probably wouldn't. I probably wouldn't. Um, yeah. If I'm looking for a standalone physical copy of the game, blah, 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 then, then, okay, maybe 35, 40, 45 quid ish, but 70 quid is too much. So, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. GTA. Now, I would happily pay for 35 pounds for a new version of this game. Happily, no problems. This is what I said last time. If I knew that this game had the TLC that's happened with a game from eight years ago when it's been brought over to PlayStation 5 and I know it, how good it can look compared to a lot of games that are going to be out there or have been out there. £35, I would happily pay that for uh, the, the new Grand Theft Auto. Uh, well, for, sorry, for a remaster of GTA 5. No problems at all. Yeah. No questions asked. Take my money. £70 is far too much no, for I a single-player campaign, especially when, especially when GTA Online is going to be free. Like, it's going to be free for a certain amount of time on PlayStation and then eventually it'll move on to other platforms. If I was an Xbox customer, I'd be even more pissed at the fact that I have to pay the £70 to be able to play the new version of GTA Online where PlayStation get it for free. That's bizarre, but it is what it is. Does it not... Like, see, that's the thing we couldn't quite figure out because it comes free to PlayStation for three months. But is that that it doesn't come to Xbox at all? That's the thing we couldn't figure out. Is it exclusive to PlayStation for three months or is it exclusively free for three months? I kind of feel like it's just not coming to, to... to PlayStation, uh, to Xbox for three months at all, the online side. I don't actually know. If anyone has the details on that, feel free to educate us because we're just, we're just mere, mm-hmm. mere mortals. We don't know. We don't know. Um, but yeah, that I agree. 35 quid would be a, a magical price tag. I don't think it would be... If, if It'd have to be 45 quid, factoring in next-gen stuff. 35 quid is where I would want a remaster for the old sort of gen. 45 quid is probably what we're looking at if we're looking... If if 60 quid games are now 70 quid, 35 quid games are now 45 quid-ish. You know what I mean? That kind, that kind of area. So <laughs> any more than that, it loses my attention. 45 quid is my ceiling for a remaster. Yeah. And this is, this is me talking about GTA 5, which I am talking about with the utmost respect. Incredible game, incredible game. All the time in the world for that game. But now I would not pay more than £45 for that game. And that's not a negative. That's me just being honest. I, I've, I've paid for the game twice. I do not want to spend another 46 quid on that game. 45 quid, I am in. Not not even £45 and a penny. Cut off on the money. That's it. Um <laughs> But there you go. Anyway, so if you want to play GTA, it will be coming to next-gen consoles in November. You will be able to play GTA 5 online exclusively for three months on the PS5, we think, and then onto the Xbox Series X and S consoles. But don't quite know exactly how that works. If anyone does have the details, for you to share. I'll tell you where it's not coming, though. Mobile. 
However, Sony are having a bit more of a focus on mobile. Hey, segways. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> As Sony says, it wants to make PlayStation more social and confirms a mobile push. Andy Robinson of VGC says, Sony Interactive Entertainment will transition its franchises to smartphones to complement AAA console games. Hmm. Okay. Let's have a look then. Sony has said making the PlayStation more social is one of the next... Excuse me, I'm going to burp. I'm going to mute. <laughs> I saved you all then. You didn't get that nice. I mean, it wasn't the classiest way to go, but you know, it just is what it is. You've got to deal with the cards that you dealt. Anyway, Sony has said making the PlayStation more social is one of the next big challenges for Sony, including a push into smartphone gaming to complement its AAA console releases. Uh, speaking during Sony's corporate strategy meeting on Tuesday, CEO Kenichiro Yoshida said that the company viewed its work in services, mobile and social areas as crucial to expanding the PlayStation audience. This includes recent investment in a PlayStation movie studio and messaging platform Discord. In an additional speech made during the meeting, Sony Interactive Entertainment CEO Jim Ryan provided additional detail on what these potential expansion areas meant for the PlayStation business. Quote, From the first PlayStation, we have focused on developing a platform that enables creators to share their vision with millions of people, he said. Our third-party partners and our first-party studios have used our venue to develop new worlds, new iconic characters, and masterfully crafted stories that connect the world through shared entertainment experiences. In addition, we will continue to strengthen the experience for our community through collaboration with partners and across Sony Group. As Yoshida mentioned earlier, one especially noteworthy collaboration is our ongoing uh, ongoing work with Sony Pictures to adapt key game IP for film and TV entertainment with 10 projects currently in various stages of development, including Twisted Metal. What the fuck? Uh, another important area... It didn't say that. That was me just adding <clears throat> from yesterday, by the way. Another important area is the convergence of social and entertainment, which is making communication an increasingly critical, uh, critical component of entertainment. Our investment in Discord is another example of the convergence of social and, and entertainment. Fan reception to this news has been positive, indicating a desire to expand the social aspects of gaming. Um... <sighs> Okay, uh, Ryan went on to confirm that PlayStation plans to bring its franchises to mobile as part of a new initiative. Last month, a job ad suggested that the company had established a new business, a business unit exactly for this purpose. Quote, the content developed by PlayStation Studios these past 25 years has created a wealth of IP and provided PlayStation with immersive experiences that evoke emotions and bring players on a journey, Ryan said. We have been thinking about how players enjoy our content and have had some early success with experimenting with mobile games and apps to provide more choice to gamers. Mobile is just one of the areas we're exploring to reach millions of gamers beyond our platforms. Sorry for the long speeches in this. We're almost done. He added, PlayStation has a huge catalogue of diverse first-party IP that can transition to smartphone gaming and complement our AAA games or live service games. We are exploring the mobile market with some wonderful PlayStation franchises, so please stay tuned. Uh, through investments in IP, group collaborations within Sony, investment in social and mobile, we are excited for the opportunity to continue to expand our community and welcome millions of new gamers into the PlayStation family. Um, I usually would stop there. However, I've just seen Daniel Ahmad, aka ZHugeX, so I'm going to read this last comment, even though I don't know, uh, this last paragraph or two, even though I don't know what it says. Uh, commenting on Sony's comments, Nico Partners Senior Research Analyst Daniel Ahmad said, increasing the reach of IP through mobile expansion is a 
common strategy these days. Um, mobile game revenue is more than two times the size of the console market. Even Xbox and Tencent announced a recent collab that signals an expansion to mobile. In the same meeting, Sony said its priority within the PlayStation Network was to maintain and increase the engagement of its community and to expand the community itself. Currently, we are working to enhance and develop our services within the network, such as PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, it said. Woo! Okay, a lot of words and a lot of yeah, a lot of ad nauseum quotes. I mean, good quotes, but but pretty beefy. Um, the gist of it though is that PlayStation wants to become more social. It wants to push the PlayStation brand around, not just sit where it is. It wants to get into new areas. We've seen the investment in Discord, two hundred million to bring Discord to PlayStation to allow PlayStation users to interact with other platforms. And they want to move on to completely different platforms themselves with a bigger push to mobile, film, TV, and the like. What does all that say to you, Mr. Bib? Yeah, the, the Discord thing is the biggest thing out of all of this. Um, and it was something that we obviously covered when it broke. And I think is the biggest part of what PlayStation wants to be going forward. I wish that this is a universal tool being used across all the consoles. So Xbox, PlayStation nintendo all of these have discord on because whatever platform they use to have their own microphone and party chats and stuff like that suck ass big time that the it, it doesn't matter what microphone you use on a playstation call um in a party chat it just always sounds like shit so having the ability to have our community on playstation if we're playing knockout city or if we're playing PUBG or playing Fortnite or playing Pro Evo or any of these games where we could go, okay, we'll all jump into a call now. We don't have to be at our PCs. We don't have to use our mobile phones. We can just go, okay, dashboard, Discord, um, voice channels, go all the way down, click Pro Evo, and we all jump in there. The, the, the audio is crisp and clear. That, for me, is the biggest thing that PlayStation call about. The movie studio stuff, whatever, the, the mobile stuff, all you're going to do is just create... Um, there's a Crash Bandicoot running game now. I can't believe Temple Run clones are still knocking about, but <laughs> yeah. they are. Um, so we've got a, a brand new Crash Bandicoot, one of those. We had Mario Run maybe two years ago. Is uh, The Mario Kart mobile game was just absolute ass. I know that's nothing to do with PlayStation, but trying to take your good IPs and make them into mobile games doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to make money. Most of them are absolute shit. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're, they're trying to move into different areas because they think that other people are doing it. And they think they can do it better, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you are um, or that people care. People know PlayStation for making very good consoles and very good first party games. They probably make very good films as well, eventually. Um, so I don't know. The mobile the mobile market one is the one that triggers me the most. The PlayStation films, the twisted metal thing, bizarre. It's just again, it's just gonna be like Mad Max. The God of War one makes more sense. Uncharted makes absolute sense to be able to create. Imagine if they did a Horizon one as well. That would be fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've had Tomb Raider previously as well. So all of these ones, uh, these PlayStation uh, X or X PlayStation IPs, fantastic, brilliant. Um, Betty Bunny, thank you for the follow three minutes ago. Appreciate that. Welcome into the stream. How are you doing today? Um, I agree. I agree. Do I want to see PlayStation more social? Yes. Do I want to see PlayStation incorporating Discord so I can play while streaming on my PC and loop Bibby in on his PlayStation, who's also sat at his PC and has Discord, but then we can play with 
Enix, who's on his PlayStation, but not at a PC. We can all jump into Discord without him having to have two sets of headphones in and this, that, and the other. Do I want that? Absolutely, makes sense. Do I want to see Sony's Sony's characters and Sony's stories being delivered in a way that allows me to experience stories in whole new worlds on, on, on the big screen and the little screen? Yes, absolutely want that. Do I want to see Sony's characters and Sony's storylines and Sony's dialogue put onto smartphones and mobiles? Yes. However, my issue with that that bit is Sony Interactive Entertainment will transition its franchises to smartphones. Oh, that's nice. To complement AAA console games. Complement is not what I want. I don't want mm-hmm. a subpar experience to complement the main experience. Give me an experience that's meant to be. Give me Warzone. Like Call of Duty and Call of Duty Mobile are essentially the same thing. It's not like some game that's meant to complement Call of Duty. It's a different game. It's its own thing. So I don't mind Sony giving me Horizon Zero Dawn Mobile. I didn't mind the Uncharted Golden Abyss game on my Vita because it was a different game. It's not some sort of like subpar app that fits into the ecosystem. No, I don't believe that. So the word compliment worries me. And I know I'm, t- I'm, I'm kind of like playing a bit of devil's advocate there because compliment could mean anything. It could be games designed for purpose it could be good just sony will transition its franchises to smartphones to complement triple a console games i don't want it to complement my console games i want you to give me another triple a experience sony will transition to give triple a mobile games that's what i want i don't want something on my mobile that's going to complement my console i want something on my mobile that's built for me to have the same level of enjoyment as i do on my console but on my mobile and that's kind of what that's that says to me i don't want it complementing things i want it being a thing i don't want it to have to be relevant because of something else i want it to be relevant on its own give me good experiences on my mobile and i will take that i will take that i'm not a mobile gamer i'm not averse to mobile gaming i genuinely still believe mobile gaming is going to be the future i mean just ask ask was it was it tito who's got the, the, the reza kishi um ask tito yeah. i mean how mobile gaming is for him it's exceptional for him right now and that's how it could be for a lot of people so i, I mobile despite people maybe not wanting it um is going to be the future because mobiles are going to get better. PCs are going to get smaller. Uh, smaller. PCs are going to be mobile, as we found out from Valve's uh, Switch alike already. So do I want mobile to be better? Yes. Do I want mobile just to be complementing other things? I don't know. Maybe it's just that one line, but that jarred with me. So love to see PlayStation branching out. Love to see PlayStation be more social. And I love the fact that they use the word... Where was the comments? It was right near the end. Uh, Mm, No, I can't find it. There was a comment about um, engaging with their users, um, and that is the most important thing to them. No, I can't see it. Um, So, yeah, for them, it's about engaging with their audience and engaging with new audiences, bringing more people in. That excites me because PlayStation arguably haven't done that very well over the last 12 months to 24 months. Is that COVID stuff? Probably. Um, But they went from being an opinion leader to to quiet. That's it. They went from being opinion leader to not really offering any opinions. Just like their opinions when they did offer them were still good, but they went from leading opinions to just actually we're still here and we've got this cool thing. Oh, that's pretty cool. Oh, and you've stopped talking again. All right, nice. So give us the engagement. Be more social. Give us the games on mobiles and, and, and so on. Fine. Bring us all of that stuff, but just be be a lot more forward with mm-hmm. it. And then and then I'm happy. Um, do you really want Sony having access to your apps and contacts? They've got 
probably access to it all somewhere anyway through some dodgy <laughs> website where you've already accessed giving cookies and things like that. So they've all yeah. got your data. Listen, if they want pictures of my ass, I'll be happy to supply it. Do you know what I mean? That there's nothing. Like, <laughs> you've signed up to a million and one websites. I think the likelihood that Sony are going to use it for malicious intent, unless so, unless I've completely missed something where they are doing that. Like you sign up to Twitter, you sign up to Facebook, you sign up to Twitch, you sign up to an E3 fucking pass and you have all your details leads. Like internet isn't private. Unless you live yeah. in a shelter and you have nothing to your name, the internet is not private. There's a comment there, Jordan, saying Sony included really bad spyware in today's gone PC version that's going the rounds in the news sphere now. Them stories can get in the bin. They, they, really bad spyware is absolute. It's either misdirection, clickbait, or just... Didn't it happen with Valorant. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it's really bad spyware is people hit, adding two and two and getting four thousand. And it's like, okay, you kind of you started off on the right track, but then you ended up a long, long way away from from where it meant to be. And I always find it funny when when I see those comments in a Twitch chat because Twitch is owned by Amazon, and you've created an account that you've given all of your details to Amazon. If you're worried about your details, it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Amazon. Yeah. Jeff Bezos is the single the single richest person in the world-ish. In there with Elon Musk. Amazon it has one of, if not the biggest, consumer database in the world. So if you're talking about marketing, remarketing, and 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 the potential for spying on your personal mm. detail, then then being in a Twitch chat, <laughs> you 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 gone, <laughs> you yeah. gone. It's like how many how many different websites have you signed up to with your email address over the last? In fact, we'll go as far as seven years ago. I was going to say ten years ago. I've still got the same email address that I did when I was like 17, 18. So I can't even think the amount of websites that I've signed up to or got. Uh, in fact, I do know because I have to go through my emails every now and again because my information would have been bought by somebody else many years ago and then I'll keep on getting third-party emails from them. So, like, my information is no longer private yeah. and that's because I've signed up to stuff on the website. As soon as I pre as soon as my PC goes, boop, you can edit it to the internet, that's it. My privacy is well and truly gone. That's what we all signed up for. Every single person who's commenting in this chat, you your information has been signed up, it's been sold off, and you will probably get a phone call sooner rather than later saying uh, have you been involved in an accident would you like some ppi yeah. that's just the nature of it it was uh, there was i've mentioned it and talked through it on on the channel before but i i read it again there was a good twitter feed um like a thread that came up in my feed earlier on and it was a guy talking about toothpaste he was being remarketed toothpaste um and this was it it had gone to his mum's house and his mum had a brand of toothpaste that he'd never used. He didn't have a conversation with her. He didn't speak about it on the internet. He was just like, oh, this toothpaste is actually pretty good. He was thinking in his head. Uh, and then he gets home, and all of a sudden, Facebook and Twitter are both spamming him with adverts for this toothpaste that you should go and buy it, and this, that, and the other. And he's like, "That's people are like, yeah, Facebook's listening into your life and stuff. Facebook's not listening, as we've mentioned a billion times on the channel as well before. The The... If anyone's ever ever rendered audio or streamed audio, the amount of bandwidth that you'd need, the amount of people that you'd have to have listening to that or activating that or the amount of processes, the servers would be bigger than the planet to do all of that sort of stuff. <laughs> but what happens is you've signed up to a website on your mobile or, or used it on your mobile once you've been signed in and you've logged in with jim at jim.com uh, and your phone knows that you're jim at jim.com um, and your phone also knows that you're in the vicinity of 
Steve at Steve.com. Um, and it doesn't, like, if you spend a bunch of time next to Steve at Steve.com, Jim at Jim.com, they're, they're the same, same, same people spend a lot of time together, same similarities. We know that Steve at Steve.com's looked for new toothpaste brand. Let's show that to Jim because he might want it as well. And that's how, like, when it comes to, say, um, like birthdays and Valentine's Days and Christmas and stuff like that, you don't necessarily get stuff for you, but you will get adverts for your partner. So your partner might be like, oh, I want some new, I want some new straighteners. Oh, I fucking need some new straighteners. And then all of a sudden, you're there, Captain Captain Skinfade on the top, and it's like, here you go, have some straighteners. And it's like, why do I need straighteners? But actually, yeah, yeah, maybe I'll get some straighteners because because I need them. And that's how all this advertising mm-hmm. stuff works. So it's not just about you. It's if you put your email address into a website and use that on a device that has any form of GPS stuff, then you are being put alongside every single person that you meet that has GPS mm-hmm. stuff. So it's all gone. It's all Captain Skinfade. There you go. Hey, more yeah. <laughs> <Holding> that <laughs> Skinfade shagger. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation can have my details in the same way. Vern, uh, Vern said, uh, "In an age of a thousand data captures, I'm really not bothered about my data." Uh, and that's the thing: your data is hugely valuable, hugely valuable to companies. Your your data will genuinely be the difference between companies earning thousands and millions or millions and mm-hmm. billions genuinely is super useful but there's so much shit i mean like you you say i don't want tracking cookies on my website uh, on my pc feck off mr web page and you don't realize that on pressing no what you're actually doing is pressing yes to, to legitimate interest do that on one website and you're done that's it it's pretty much oh we've got legitimate interest in uh giving you ad cookies well what was it before what did i say no to were you going to give me illegitimate interest what so uh, yes yeah, it's, it's all gone it's all gone. Anyway, enough of the uh, cookish spiel. Uh, HMRC have been trying to find me for three months. Apparently, my national insurance number has been suspended because of fraud. Clever that they can get hold of my mobile number that I've never given them. Yeah, yeah. I, I I kind of had that with the uh, NHS stuff, like sending me uh, text messages and stuff. And I was like, I've never given my number to the NHS. How the fuck have they got that? Mm-hmm. But but I have given it something else, passed it on to something else, and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah. Uh, where did we go? Uh, I could see a comment about porn that sh- uh, Sony Sony know you're watching porn okay. already. There you go, Tito. Um, X Cloud. He, he's, he's always horny on the timeline. He is. He is. So then, show says that's because I watch it on my PS4. <laughs> Sony know you're watching porn. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's it. Don't touch. Don't, don't touch Shogun's controllers because he is one of those seventy percent of people mm-hmm. from Pornhub that watch it on his PS4. I mean, seventy percent of the traffic is coming from Shogun. He's seventy percent of the seventy percent. So I'm joking, by the way. He says, "Of course you are. Of course you are. Of course you are." Of course you are, mate. Uh, anyway, let's move forward. We've got one quick story before we finish things up, and we have to cover this. We'd usually just throw it away, you know, because we're overrunning and stuff, but people will get aggressive because this one is about Resident Evil. Uh, Resident Evil's nemesis, <laughs> Leon Kennedy, and Jill Valentine are coming to Dead by Daylight. The new Resident Evil chapter features the Raccoon City Police Department and AI-controlled zombies. This is written by Patrick Kobeck at The Gamer. And it says, Behaviour Interactive has revealed that Resident Evil's nemesis, Leon Kennedy and Jill Valentine, will enter the fog of Dead by Daylight on June the 15th. Not only that, but players will soon experience a brand new, innovative mechanic as AI-controlled zombies prowl the map, hunting for survivor flesh. Nemesis, who will be simply known as the Tyrant, soon arrives to terrorise survivors. Much like his Resident Evil... 
uh, Resident Evil 3 counterpart, Nemesis will use the tentacle embedded in his arm to lash out at survivors in a whip-like animation. Hitting a survivor will infect them with the T-virus, and like the plague's power, they will begin to cough and vomit. As more survivors become infected, the range of this attack grows, making Nemesis more dangerous and able to hit from further away. Um, let me hit play on the reveal trailer while that's on. Uh, when playing as Nemesis, you'll encounter a new mechanic as AI-controlled zombies will also load into the match. These will work independently from the killer to seek out, attack, infect, and generally harass survivors. This has enormous potential to change how future characters are developed. Much like the Stranger Things chapter, both Leon Kennedy and Jim, uh, Jill Valentine are masking, uh, making their way to Dead by Daylight as survivors. Uh, details about their exact perks are still vague, but we do have a few details on how they'll work. For instance, Jill draws upon her years of experience and training when working to repair Jen generators she will be able to plant a mine on a generator and, and if kicked by the killer it will cause an explosion that blinds them temporarily leon meanwhile is being given an innovative perk that allows him to find a flashbang on any given map this item will apparently function similar uh, similarly to the firecrackers from previous events meaning they can create a distraction or even blind a killer forcing them to drop an injured survivor this item is found during a match unlike regular items so leon uh, leon can bring any other item in his loader as for the new map it'll be based on the raccoon city police department behavior paid extra attention to detail here to make this space feel as close to that of both resident evil 2 and 3 as possible as a result much of the map layout will be static exactly like the hawkins laboratory map from stranger things chapter and generators totems and a few others will be random in their placement but at a quick glance much of the map looks to be static bib forget about mm. static does this have you yeah. ecstatic it has me all charged up, Graham. Hey. That's exactly what I'm going for. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I've never played Dead by Daylight. Um, but is this... Because I'm sure they did one we saw not long ago. Um, and that kind of piqued my interest a little bit. But this, Silent Hill this is well. something new. And Silent Hill, yeah. So this is... This is the this is the one I think I've been waiting for. I definitely want to give this a try. I'll probably install it. I don't even know how much this particular dlc is going to cost but it probably would be worth it anything that you can stick resident evil into i'm probably going to try at least once um i even installed life after on my mobile phone which is a mobile mobile survival game because it had the resident evil campaign in there i didn't get to see any of it because i wasn't anywhere close to even seeing any of that like it's, it was like an end game kind of thing but i downloaded it to give it a try but yeah this looks cool having nemesis chasing after you and then you'd be having being uh jill or leon having two different types of perks that's cool that is definitely cool so definitely i want to try this I'm just disappointed that we chose to go with the uh, Resident Evil Dead by Daylight news and not the PUBG news. But that's just the world we live in. <laughs> oh, what's the PUBG news? Uh, big update. Big maps and stuff. It's all right. We'll, we'll, we'll speak about that tomorrow. We'll speak about that tomorrow. We don't need to. I was, I was just I was just throwing out shade. That's all. It's fine. It's fine. Fine. Whatever. Throwing <laughs> um, out some lampshade. So, yeah. Dead by Daylight does get even more crossovers as Resident Evil does drop into Dead by Daylight. So if you've played through it before, played any of the expansions, be it the Silent, Silent Hill, Saw, Stranger Things, or whatever, it's becoming... I mean, they referenced it as kind of what I referenced Fortnite, the, like the Funko Pop vinyl video games in terms of... Oh, no, the Hall mm -hmm. of Fame of Horror or something is what they said. So shitloads of scary stuff in there. If you do try it, do let us know. Do let us know what you think. Um, one other thing that's kind of similar to this, which I did drop into the uh, Discord yesterday after mentioning it to Bibi, is that there is 
a Resident Evil-ish game coming from Invader Studios as well. So if anyone did play Dayman 1998, there is a sequel to that. Um, a, a game set in 1994. But if we're going to talk about that at any more detail, we'll drop it in the show maybe tomorrow. But uh, for now, though, we are going to disappear. Thank you for sticking around. Are we playing games, Bib? Uh, yes. Um, we've got an hour and a half, haven't we? So what is it? Knockout City? Is that what we're saying? You're goddamn right it is. <laughs> I fucking love that game. If anyone, a complete change of pace from what we usually, we usually will jump into some state of decay and get a bit like, oh shit, zombies and stuff. And then we'll, oh, we'll play some PUBG and it's like, oh, we've got to be sweaty rats and, and, and camp our way to success and stuff like that. But well, I say that, we actually played pretty well when we, when we played in uh, our PUBG games recently. But forget all of that. We're going to jump into some Knockout City. It's free for everyone right now up until friday i think so on a sunday maybe monday maybe i don't know either way you've got a bunch of days to play knockout city for free everyone can play if you're on ea play you get it for free anyway if you're on xbox game pass you get it for free through ea play on that anyway but everyone in any any format can play right now if you're thinking ah you guys are playing on ps5 bro got an xbox it's cross play you're playing on your pc it's cross play so we are going to jump on it has 3v3 so myself and bib are going to jump in and we're either going to play with randoms or if one of you guys wants to jump in as well then we'll, we'll jump with you two so feel free to join us back on the channel in about 10-15 minutes ish we'll jump off grab some refreshments jump back on and then have have some uh, knockout city fun times nice nice before all of that though mr bib is there anything else that you would like to add yes yes again thank you very much for joining us again for the hump dave episode of the scoop um, if you want to help shape our show there is two ways you can do that <laughs> i'm not on you brother <laughs> well, I'm not. Um, it's illegal <laughs> if you do want to help shape our show there's two ways you can do that first of all find us on social media it's at ice cream rolls across all major social media profiles or find us in our discord all links are in the chat if you are watching this on demand go into the description below you'll be able to find it but all we need from you is a url plus your false impressions we will then give you our false impressions at what time tomorrow Mr. Graham Day. At 10 a.m. Ish. 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 10 a.m. Ish. We go live at 10 a.m. Ish each and every single weekday. Sometimes it's close to 10. Sometimes it's close to ish. <laughs> 10 a.m. Ish each and every single weekday. We do work in the video games industry. The work stuff comes first and we stream around that, which is why it means so much having you guys here each and every single weekday, jumping in the chat, dropping the hosts, the raids, the follows, and even going as far as subscribing to the channel. We appreciate you. And that's the reason why we do things like the loot drop to give you a little bit back if you do if you do go the extra mile and subbers, which we, we don't require any of you to do so, but it does help us if you do. So if you do sub, make sure you're in the loot drop uh we will see you back here in five minutes ish well it's probably more like 10 15 you know what we're like for some knockout city <laughs> nice before that though wrap up the last few comments uh the saw and silent hill chapters are really good says show resident evil never heard of it says tito yeah never have i uh in response no, to that show okay. says some bang average thing about dead folk <laughs> uh, david says they've done saw scream halloween and evil dead as well Ooh, so yeah absolutely the who's who of horror of horror yes yeah, scream yes please um uh lambrini uh, and so I, I i i want to be wined and dined before i get humped lambrini <laughs> and some wings that's my final offer done <laughs> there you go making romance happen live on twitch ladies and gentlemen get it good anyway we will see you back in 10 15 minutes if you're watching on youtube make sure you hit the like button if you're listening on demand we love you too have yourselves a fantastic day and remember bibi's got a message for you uh first of all look after yourself second of all stay frosty